Welcome to Healing Place Church, where our mission is to be a healing place for a hurting world. Listen each week for updated content and be sure to share with your friends. We hope this podcast is a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Uh, We welcome you to Christmas at HPC. If this is your first time, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for experiencing the presence of God with us. How many of you love Christmas? How many of you love this time of year? What's your favorite thing about Christmas? Anybody got plans to eat later tonight? Is food your favorite part? Come on, the older I get, the more favorite food becomes to me. Uh, It sticketh closer than a brother can have a good amen. You know, I read recently a statistic that said during the holidays, the average person gains two pounds in the month of December. Come on, two pounds. How many of you are feeling above average? I love parties. I love food. We made a gumbo yesterday. Anybody made a gumbo this weekend? Yes, indeed. I love food. I love Christmas lights. How many of you have lights at your house? Yes. We don't have lights at our house. Rachel's like, babe, when are you going to put up lights? I'm like, look at our neighbors. They're like over the top. Let's just enjoy their ambiance for a few more weeks and let them pay the utility bills. I love lights, I love, I love food, I love parties, I love music. I, I think we are blessed with some of the best right here at HPC. Can you say, oh yeah? Maybe somewhere throughout this weekend, you'll get a chance to give some gifts and to receive a few gifts. But I want you to know the best gift of all times is the gift of God's Son. Jesus Christ. Jesus is the reason for this season. And I know that in a few moments, we're going to light some candles and we'll sing another song and we'll celebrate on our way out. But I wanted to take just a a couple of minutes to talk to you about how this can be the best Christmas ever. What you heard tonight was over the last seven or eight years, we've been doing this Christmas program, and we picked some of our favorite songs, some of the best moments over the history of the last seven or eight years, and it made me think about the best Christmas ever. You know what the best Christmas is? When Jesus comes into our hearts. And of all the verses in the Bible, you know there are over 31,000 verses in the Scriptures. From Genesis to Revelation, 31,000. And if I could pick one verse that summarizes what today is all about, it would be, and this is a popular verse. Many of you know this verse. You memorized it as a kid in Sunday school. Maybe you learned it at vacation Bible school. Maybe you've been watching a football game and you'll see somebody hold up a sign with the address of this verse, John 3, 16. 26 words. It starts with God and it ends with life. It's a small verse. It's, it's so brief you can memorize it in a moment, but it's so strong it has endured the test of time over the last 2,000 years. The Bible says this, for God so loved the world. Come on, let's read this together. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Can I have a good amen? You know, as that verse sits there on the screen, I want you to study it for just a moment. There are four words I want to pull out of that verse, and all these words point to the gift of Jesus. The first word that pops at me is the word loved. For God so loved. How many of you know we live in a world that is desperate 
for a revelation of God's love. Man, you can look at the news, look in social media, look what's happening across the world. There's so much hatred, so much animosity and division and strife. We have wars in the Middle East. We have nation rising up against nation. Even in our own country, our culture is falling apart at the seams. And people are desperate for love. It's funny because love is one of the most overused and misunderstood words in the English language. We say, I love for everything. I love gumbo. How many love gumbo? And in the same word, we say, I love LSU football. Yeah, some of you woke up just now. And then we say, I, I love God. I love my children. W what does it mean to love? The Bible says God so loved. He didn't just love, but there's a, a different kind of love, the Scripture says. He so loved the world. How many of you have people in your life that are hard to love? If you can't think of anybody in your life that's hard to love, you might be the one that's hard to love. You know, the, the story of Christmas is the story of love coming down. It was God wrapping himself up in flesh. For God so loved the world that he gave. Somebody say gave. Now listen, you can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. Come on, are you with me? Anybody pay your, your rent or your mortgage this month? Was there any love attached to that? No, it was painful. You know, you can give and not love, but it's impossible to love and not give. God loved you and me so much. Listen, love doesn't sit at a safe distance. Love gets involved. Love initiates. Love is engaged. And when God looked down and he saw our broken and messed up world 2,000 years ago, through a child, through an infant, the Lord stepped into our world. Think about it. God couldn't make himself any bigger to impress us, so he made himself smaller to attract us. And through the innocence of a child, is there anything more endearing than a brand new baby? The vulnerability of a child, all of a sudden, sovereignty stepped into humanity, and our world has never recovered. God so loved the world that he gave. What did he give? His one and only son. Uh, listen, I have a son. I don't think I could give him up for anybody. And yet God gave up his son. He bankrupted heaven. The darling of heaven came to the filth of this world. Enter Jesus. This is why we celebrate Christmas. Oh, there's going to be so many gifts that will be given this weekend. But the greatest gift of Christmas is not found under a tree, but it hung on a tree called Calvary. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That whoever, somebody say whoever. I like that word. That word is all-inclusive. See, sometimes there's a thought that Christianity is only reserved for the who's who of the Christian zoo. It's only for the elite. Man, you, you have to be a certain caliber, a certain pedigree. You have to have a, a kind of resume. Oh, no, 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 my friend. Listen, 2,000 years ago when the angel made the announcement that Jesus was born, who did they announce it to? Shepherds. 
And the shepherds were the lowest class of Jewish society. King Herod didn't know about it. The Pharisees didn't know about it. Everyone who should have known about it, they were totally at a loss. But God chose shepherds to usher in this announcement. Guess what? The gospel is good news for the down and out, for the up and out, and for those who can't figure it out. It's for whoever. You know, at my house, we have a, a little tradition we recently started. Rachel makes this thing called a boudin king cake. Have you ever heard of a boudin king cake? That's like the two of the best worlds coming together. I mean, how many know they're not eating boudin king cake up in Vermont? Come on, somebody. Let me give you this quick recipe, all right? You take these crescent rolls and, you know, you roll them out. Get the dough of the crescent roll, roll them out, and then you get some boudin from Jerry Lee's. All right? Come on. How many of you feeling the Holy Ghost on that right there? Jerry Lee's boudin, and you spread it around the crescent roll, and then you get some pepper jack cheese. Are we feeling a move of God right now? pepper jack cheese on top of the boob band that, that the crescent rolls are surrounding and then you roll that thing back up and you take a little egg white and you kind of brush it on there and then you cut up some green onions, you sprinkle some bacon bits and then you get this pepper jelly, come on, are you with me? You kind of get this pepper jelly glaze and you know what? She'll bake that and the whole house smells like heaven. And I walk in, I'm like, babe, I've started cutting it up. She said, no, 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 you can't touch that. That's not for you. I'm like, well, babe, who is it for? Well, it's, it's for the neighbors next door. Or it's for the party that we're about to host. Or it's a, I'm bringing it to the church. But sometimes I walk in and I say, babe, who's it for? And she says, oh, whoever. And I'm like, I'm a whoever. <laughs> Guess what? Red, yellow, black, and white, they're all precious in his sight. You see, the good news about the gospel, the scandal of the gospel is not who it keeps out, but who it lets in. It lets in people like you and people like me. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him won't perish, but have what? Eternal life. Listen, maybe you came here this afternoon expecting a program, but what you're getting is a person. You're getting something so much better. Jesus promises eternal life. This life is not all there is. The good news, here's the story of Christmas, that God became everything we are through Jesus so that one day we could become all that he is. We could be like him. You can live forever in eternity with him. Thank you for listening. Take a moment and subscribe so you can become a part of the community here and stay up to date with what is happening at Healing Place Church. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.